Hello and welcome to Tell Me Where I'm Going. It's me, Krista Luca. Uh, welcome to another author update episode. And just as a reminder, Tell Me Where I'm Going is the only show on the internet or otherwise where I write a novel chapter by chapter, record it, and in between each chapter I run out of ideas and I have to ask you, the audience, for help, and you tell me uh, where, where I'm going. Actually, that's that's exactly the title of the show. Anyway, we have a very exciting update to share uh, today. Um, first, I want to tease. We have a, we have an interview with Paige Highmark about her art, and this is going to be absolutely fascinating, and it's gonna it's gonna teach us all something about our souls. But before that, let's get down to business. We all know why we're here. Actually, I can't assume that. I barely know why I'm here. What am I even doing? Anyway, point is, the business. We have a direction to go in. And by we, I mean me. At the end of the last chapter, the traveling Wilburys and their groupies had escaped out of the underground realm, and uh, the, the killer clown had followed them out, uh, and that was scary. Uh, but then Belinda had an idea. She was like, I know how to trap this thing. Uh, except I didn't know how to trap this thing, and uh, I kind of wrote myself into a corner. So you told me. You reached out on Twitter, and you know what? We have a direction. Drumroll, please. The gang is going to try to trap the clown using knitting supplies. Um, that's that's how it's going to happen. I, I honestly have no idea how this is going to work. Um, both technically, like how do you trap a clown with yarn... And and then also story wise, like what does what does kind of crochet have to do with aging boomer rockers? And yeah, and I know crochet and knitting, it's different. I I I get it. I just I said a different word, so I wouldn't say the same word. Woof. Uh, not happy with that. Anyway. So that's the direction, and I'm gonna have I'm gonna have to try to figure this out. So, uh, uh, pray for me. I don't know. Tune in next week for chapter. What are we up to? Eight, eight or nine, something like that. I should really know my own chapters by now. I think it's nine. Watch, watch it not be nine. Anyway, for chapter nine, I'm gonna say where. They trap, they trap a clown with with knitting supplies. I have no idea how this is going to work, but it, but but it will, uh, and and we'll find out how. Well, before then, to tide you over, like I promised, please enjoy my interview with Paige Highmark. <laughs> We 
have a very exciting interview for you right now. I have the one, the only, Paige Highmark with me today. And we are going to get into how this unique artist works and how she leverages her process to get her stuff done. Paige, welcome. Chris, thank you so much for having me. I am so happy to be here. Oh, I'm so glad. Listen, if you weren't happy, I'd stop the interview right now. Um, What I'm so curious about, first of all, uh, why don't you tell the people what type of art that you do? Uh, Sure, yeah. So I make... um sculptures and I draw and mm. my sculptures are out of cake so uh cake that sculptures. is kind of my medium yes a lot of cake cake sculptures but I also do drawing and painting okay so Ed, do you ever combine them do you ever like put a coat of uh paint over your cakes do you do it, like uh like a primer on like to for white for like a know, wedding cake I haven't um I haven't applied the paint to uh to a cake yet but that's Mm. a great idea why not and actually it's kind of fun because the frosting acts like kind of a paint you can color it you can mix it it works really amazingly it feels like acrylic paint almost when you're on the canvas of a sponge cake Mm. yeah well now you're making me hungry this is (laughs) this is a fascinating art form because most art you know it's it's so highfalutin it's so you know like you have to think about it and then or you have to like you know pretend to think about it but in this case you you eat it right like it's yeah it's, you can you, uh, so you, wait you don't uh, a lot of my cakes you can eat some you don't and some that you do some you wouldn't wait eat. what are the cakes what what are the cakes that you do, did you put <laughs> is there rat poison in there what's happening with the no. cakes you don't eat sometimes the cakes that i don't eat that are intended to be more purely sculptural are cakes that um uh, maybe have styrofoam in them as a support styrofoam. or maybe are like a little bit older yeah these are cakes that aren't intended to be eaten wow yeah no that's a fairly non-traditional uh cake ingredient uh styrofoam that and <laughs> well, and we're gonna get to your process in a second but but when you're creating these cakes that don't are intend to be eaten at what point is it still a cake? Because, like, a cake, you eat it, right? No, that's a great question. I'm not even sure. At what point is it a cake? Is it once, because an expired cake is still a cake, but right. if something is inedible, then it is not a cake. So I don't, you know, I I, I would say, I'm, I'm not sure. How much frosting or how much of it needs to be edible? Does 51% of it need to be edible for it to be a cake? Mm. I'm not sure. Yeah, it's that uh, that ship, right? When uh, the the Greek ship, what's that ship? You know that ship? I don't know. It's the ship. that metaphorical Greek ship where they, where, you know, they they take uh, they replace a piece of it every uh, every time it breaks, and uh, by the end of it, it's a whole new ship because they've replaced it piece by piece. But is it the same ship as before? Some something with ships. Ships, um, yeah. Let me let me ask you this though. Okay, so you've got you've got these cakes. Mm-hmm. What um what are you sculpting out of them? What's what's the what's the kind of thing that's coming out of these things? Sure, yeah. Well, I use a um, a lot of the time. It's kind of like 
nude women or sexy mm. women, um, mm. just sexy people in general, you know, okay. boobs, okay. butts, all kinds of stuff. Um, right. Or it's different buildings. So, like, I did one of Chernobyl. That was really um, an oh, interesting exercise. That's a hard exercise. left turn. Yeah. So, that's, a, um, that's a different one. Yeah. Let me, let me ask you real quick. Okay, so, um, how, and this is going to be hard for me to take, but I'm going to ask you anyway. What percentage of the sexy women that you sculpt are inedible? Probably only like per woman, per case. Yeah, like uh, yeah, probably, like because like probably I'd, I'd like want to eat all of them. Yeah, pro- okay. pro- maybe ten percent, well. but maybe maybe five percent i mean there's like the board underneath but the vast and then a, maybe a wooden dowel inside of it but the vast majority is edible that's suggestive yeah okay <laughs> but that's uh, that that's comforting i mean i still think that's five percent too much to be honest with you but okay. i i appreciate that i appreciate the um, critique okay yeah well this is, i i know a lot about cake i don't really know about cake art um but listen if i see a nude cake i'm gonna want to eat it if I see a cake in, in general, I'm going to want to eat it, but I'm going to want to eat it more if it's naked because um, most of the cakes I eat have pants. What um, What is your process? What I promised I would get to it, but what is it? How do you – like when you're looking at, at a, a pile of flour, a mound of dough, whatever it is, a sprinkle of sugar, you're like, what is this going to be? I, or I can't get the boobs right. Whatever, What is it? How do you – how do you deal with that situation? No, it's a challenging situation. I like the imagery yeah. of me just sitting in with a counter full of flour and sugar and a pile of eggs, maybe a, a chicken, yeah. just wondering what to have, do next. So, a, oh, a, a chicken? Of, you add a chicken to that mix? <laughs> I was thinking wow. of like a chicken with eggs full of eggs, waiting oh. for it to lay eggs. But, you know, I don't know. Um but for me, everything really starts with a drawing. So I would definitely start by drawing the cake that I had in mind. And especially with cake or I find with any kind of sculptural work, um, it's for me at least, it's really hard to kind of like free flow, free form with that because mm. you don't want it to break or fall apart or fall down. Sure. So I need to definitely draw it out and figure out where any structural pieces are going to go and just kind of what I want it to look like in general. Um, okay, so you're sketching that ahead of time. So really the creative process in terms of what it's going to be is happening in the paper before you even get to the sculpting aspect of it. So. Yeah, I would say okay. so. A lot of that is a lot of it's happening on paper. So then when you're looking at that, when you're staring at that blank page, we all have this where we're just looking at that blank piece of paper and we're looking at that and we're like, what, what, uh, what, what do I do here? What do I do with this? It's blank. It's laughing at me. What what steps do you take to conquer that vacuous monster? Mm. Yeah, it's hard when you feel like the the page is sort of mocking you. I mean, so I... Okay, there was this game that we would play in elementary school. A teacher would give us a piece of paper that would have like three different shapes on it. And you would have to make a picture with the shapes. So like it'd be a triangle and a squiggly line and a circle. And you'd make it into a mountain scene or something like that. And so that's kind of still my approach to sketching where I'll just start by making a mark and saying, Mm. oh, this kind of looks like uh, the curve of a hip or, oh, this looks like a, a cloud or something. And just try to 
let the line work kind of inform the final drawing and also it's Mm. like if you make a mark and and you hate it it just sucks just throw it out throw it away start over you know that's why i like buying really cheap sketchbooks because like Mm. every page you can just say ah screw this or you know what probably don't throw it out just keep it and maybe reference it later because who knows you might be really in love with that one mark that you made that you wish you didn't throw out Right, but that's like an after-the-fact thing. And you're saying you don't want to be precious about it. You're kind of like free associating. You just yeah. you start doodling, and then if something comes, then you keep going in that direction. And if not, you you say sayonara, and you, and you come back to it later maybe, or maybe not. Exactly. Uh, so it's really just keep the, keep the momentum going. That's a, that's a good tip. Um, now, what happens when you've uh, – just to get to that point like even if we're rewinding all right so you're 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 sitting down that's already a huge progress to to doing your art but what what happens when you're when you're in bed and it's cozy it's it's early in the morning and mm. you don't want to do the thing like how do you what's a what's a page high mark do in the morning when mm. she wants to do her art or do you not are you not a morning art person do you do it at night do you do it in the middle of the day how what, <laughs> what how do you make that cusp from normal life into art life um that you know I'm still trying to figure that out so I have a day job like a lot of artists mm-hmm. do and usually I will do my work in the evenings and so after dinner even if I'm tired like I leave my art supplies out so the house looks a mess but uh mm. the materials are very accessible so i'll tell myself ah just sit down just do it for 10 minutes and i end up doing it for a few hours like it'll i tell myself just start uh-huh. even if you're really tired just sit down and start you know kind of messing around with what the materials that you have um psychological and, manipulation you're tricking yourself exactly you got to trick yourself yeah. you got to play games yourself or just be like eh, do this for a little bit and then you can go have a cookie Right. Oh, a lot. Okay. Uh, carrot and uh, incentives yes. and and tricking yourself. Yeah, that's that makes sense. I've Works. I've been doing I've been doing that as well in terms of tricking myself, but uh, not with art. It's it's really about um, just like other life things. Mm. But um, now what? Um, now when you're um, when you have created something, and you've 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 got this you know this beautiful piece of cake now that you've done. How do you how do you share that with the world? How do you let people know? I am Paige, and I have created. <laughs> you make it sound so epic. Uh, I <laughs> yeah, well, it, it it is right. Yeah, I mean, how do you, you've got to sure. get the the horn uh, right? Uh, a bugle, something. Yeah, I mean, well, the I use my internet bugle of Instagram, but I'm only mm. bugling to about you know 800 people, so it's not very. Um, effective i'm i'm honestly still trying to figure that out you know i use social media a little bit to try to share what i'm working on but to be honest i'm not exactly sure the best way to promote to promote your art maybe just telling your Mm. friends about it or like my friends and i used to um put shows on together at our house so you know doing doing something like that but it's really hard to get the word out there if you want to share your art there's a lot of a lot of noise, but that's interesting. You've got 800 followers on on Instagram. What what would your uh, you know your your advice be for someone who's got four? Like how would uh, what what would be like the okay? Just speaking anonymously here, 
um uh i had to do a lot of googling actually this is so embarrassing to show that like i i googled like how to get more followers but i have to say that hashtags really work (laughs) jump on those hashtags jump on the hashtags and then just posting on a regular basis and posting early in the morning um but 800 followers is very few followers so i think i'm a very poor person to be giving advice to in the scheme of things you know there are people with tens of thousands Well, sure. There's always somebody who's going to have more followers than you, and that's the kind of person you need to target and kind of pursue aggressively. Mm. So that's 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 interesting. Um, Well, I mean, this has been absolutely fascinating. I feel like I'm getting a real big picture here of like how you can create and how you dig into it and how you and how you craft what you do. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm fascinated. Let me, let me just ask you one final thing. What was like the last piece that you created that you were really kind of proud of that you were like, Oh, this is, this is the, this is the result, the fruit (laughs) of my process, man. Um, you know, I did a cake, uh, collaboration with this magazine, this awesome magazine called math magazine, um, which Mm. is a sex positive magazine. And I did a like devil like a sexy devil cake for them and i'll tell you i felt very very proud of that uh of that cake wow was that for their holiday party or what was what were they commissioning that for it was for their five-year anniversary oh wow yeah and was that their party so like all the workers there would would come around to the sexy devil cake (laughs) it was actually for a photo shoot and like taking photos of it um and doing a video but um it was really cool it it just felt like oh this is a really fun collaboration and this is exactly what i want to be doing like it felt very um holistically satisfying to do that wow okay so that and that's but that's like a, a commission, right? Were they giving you notes? Were they getting in your creative flow? Were they saying like, make make the boobs different, make the dick longer? What what, what were they saying? Make the dick longer. Um, yeah. they weren't saying anything like that. No, it it was so satisfying. I think in part because they just really gave me free reign. I did a drawing, and they were like, okay, sounds good, and they were happy with the result. You know, there wasn't too much back and forth about it, and that was really. I think I was very lucky in that regard to have a commission in which someone the the commissioner was really like low key about it. Yeah, that's that's incredible because last time I had a dealing with the commissioner, it was under a very different pretense and really had to get money for bail. Paige, this has been so uh, enjoyable. I feel like I've really learned a lot, and I'm so so thankful that you came on here to talk about your your uh, smutty cakes. Um, please, why don't you let everyone know where they can find you? online or wherever whatever you want to tell the folks sure so you can find me um online on instagram at gossip is not cool or at my cake account at edible freaks wonderful (laughs) well Paige, as always i i learned something and and now i'm hungry i need to go go eat some sugar so uh until next time Wasn't that something? I'm saying that now, having recorded this well after the interview with Paige. I don't remember what happened. I think it was awesome. Please go check her out. She is legitimately incredible. 
uh, even though I can't remember anything. But that's that's a me problem. Um, it's because I keep hitting my head on on door jams. I'm too tall, or I live in a, a the house from uh, uh, was that uh, John, not Johnny Be Good. That's that can't be it. Not Johnny Mnemonic. Uh, Johnny Rotten. Uh, being John Malkovich. Wow, that was a long walk to get to a really weak reference. A lot of random, pointless references. Okay, I need to end this. Thank you all for listening, and I'll see you later. You've been listening to Tell Me Where I'm Going, a Let's Hear It production. To find out more, visit letshearit.network.